Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lant. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is an actor and a performer, uh, Mr. Malachi Rivers. Thank you for joining me. Thanks, sir. Thank you for having me, man. It's been a, it's a pleasure. Man, look, let me tell you something. I, first of all, I was happy because I, we got reconnected, ironically, through a, a mutual friend who I had on the podcast. And he happened to bring up your name. And I was like, man, I haven't talked to him in about 20 years. And he gave me all your information. And I, <laughs> I, I reached out to you. And you're still the same person, man. So it's great talking with you. Thank you, man. Well, first of all, um, it ain't been 20 years because I'm only 20. So uh, let's be clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. We, we, we go, I'm going to check the Yeah, back. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't be telling the people lies, man. <laughs> so how have you been, man? How's everything going? I've been good, man. Um, uh, things have been going great, man. I just... Well, you know, already what we're dealing with for 2020, it's been, well, you know, we, we have the rough spots um, as far as just all that's encompassed in 2020. But um, I, I think now that we're in, at the end of 2020, I've kind of tried to uh, find that balance, you know what I mean? Like um, of not being like so overwhelmed and al allowing myself to just um, uh, receive uh, good energy into my life. Versus like, you know, being overwhelmed by looking at what is on the news or what's being presented, you know what I mean? As far as just like everything that you see, you know what I mean? For politics, racism, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, or whatever. So I, I'm trying to balance that out and not be so um, overly consumed um, and just uh, trying to just, you know, just make sure I'm spiritually sound um, during this time right now. Got you. I'm going to be honest, man. I was totally shocked to see you were moved to California and you acting because if I remember correctly, you were in music, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did you end up transitioning to acting? Well, you know, the thing about it is that, uh, I, you know, for a lot of people, they don't go hand in hand, but I feel like they do kind of go hand in hand, especially um, from the music end, um, you know, you know, uh, high school was a performing arts high school. And so it was like music, acting, blah, 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 stuff like that. And then so from the high school perspective, um, uh, even performing um, just on stage and stuff like that or whatever, it was like a lot of acting, um, show choir and stuff like that. Um, and just being in those elements and just, you know, um, having moments from different Broadway plays and stuff like that. Um, so it wasn't, um, and that was kind of, excuse me, that was kind of like my initial um, introduction to it. And then when I got to college, it was kind of like full throttle for me. I was just very much like, oh, sh you know, it was like the performance elements. It was just like I was on a stage as far as like spoke word poetry and then I was performing music. And then I was just like, okay, cool. You know, the acting element just came into play. And um, so now, you know, it's been <laughs> freaking 20 years I've been doing it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just been a natural uh, it was always there. It was a natural element that um, I, I really started fully pursuing, um, uh, I would say, in college. Yeah. Wow. Did, did acting, did, so were you doing, were you doing acting when we were in high school? 
Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, it wasn't like as it it wasn't as um it wasn't as uh, in front as the music side. Um, you know, um, music was very much like uh, we had to choose um, in high school from the performing outside. You had to choose what you were going to focus on. You know, you had, basically we had majors in high school, which people have in college, but we had it in high school when you could perform. We we have a performing arts program, um, and uh, so I chose the music side, um, but uh, I was, you know, I was doing stuff on the side as far as like the acting and hearing stuff like that or whatever. Um, so yeah, it was always it was always a part of me. Um, but I think most people always saw the music side because it was like you know the performance aspect, which was was presented in school in high school. What made you choose music in high school? Um. I think it was just an, uh, uh, a natural thing. Um, here's the thing, like uh, music music was always, so music was my first love. Uh, music was always been my first love. I, it, was, it was something that um, I gravitated towards and it was like something that, I, you know, just conditioned myself even as a performer and my sound and what I heard and things like that. And um, it was always the thing that got me to moving and stuff like that. Um, and that was my initial, you know, mm, that made me want to be a performer. Um, and then um, very little thing that people know about me is that um, I got into dance at one point. I was just like, I was like, I was going to be a hip hop dancer. And I was just like, oh, man, because it was like the way music made me feel. Um, and I was like, I'm going to do this. And um, and I think all those things encompassed, like, you know, this like created like um, the idea of me being an actor. And so um, even when at one point um, I went from the performance element of like, you know, performing music to uh, whether it was singing vocally, classical music, opera and stuff like that, and then like spirituals, and then going from that to like uh, spoken word poetry to like then like rapping and stuff like that. So I've, I've done it all, right? I've even like traveled the world like doing it. And, um, but at the core of it, it was still me um, performing and it was still me just like uh, creating an energy where I was I had to tap into something and become that performer um, that I felt like people needed to either see on stage or they, they pay their money for or whatever. And so for me, I was kind of like, oh, cool. Um, I can do this. I can, I can create this persona. I can create this element and stuff like that or whatever. And so for me, I was just like, well, damn, that's what I kind of always did. I was just like, I've always, you know, um, the performance element was always me acting, I guess I'll say. Um, and so it just kind of went hand in hand for me. And like I said, for some people, they don't go hand in hand. But for me, I just feel like um, as a performer, even if, even, even if you're doing music, like, you know, at some point when you hit the stage, uh, you're you're acting, you know what I mean? You have to create this, this, this whole persona this whole thing that people come to see you, they pay for you that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you have to put on a show. And so that's what I did. Where did you end up going to college? I went to the University of Maryland um, at College Park. Um, and so, which wasn't far from where uh, we grew up or whatever, but it was like a whole different uh, experience. You know what I mean? It's just like, I went from 
uh, still in PG County, which is interesting. Um, University of Maryland, College Park, still in PG County. Um, and But I went from all black experience um, to literally being like the minority on the University of Maryland's campus. Mm. Um, wow. And it was interesting. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting. You know what I mean? To like, oh, hey, we're around all black people. We're up around black neighborhoods, blah, 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 whatever. Then you go to University of Maryland's campus, it's like you see all these white people. And it was like, so for me, even though literally, imagine that, literally being in the same county in the same state and having a culture shock. <laughs> that is weird. That, that is Right? That is, yeah, I couldn't imagine that. That's And so hmm. that's literally what happened. So now was it because of your field of study or just because that's how I many that's how much the, the demographics change? That's you that's the demographics, man. That was the University of Maryland period like it was literally uh, to this day it's still a majority white campus yeah um you know you step outside of that and it's like okay cool yard route one you know travel further up or whatever you know start hitting like west Hyattsville, um which was like completely like black or whatever now like even now it's today's like totally like you know gentrified and blah, blah, blah whatever then you go further down and get georgia avenue going to Howard and stuff like that or whatever. And from my experience, you know, we had our black experiences on campus. But, but you know, I, I I tell people this all the time. I say one of the most interesting things for me, I was just like, I kind of feel like, you know, and I got this to Howard um, University um, and I decided not to go. Um, I was in state with Maryland. Maryland ended up, I was a private institution. Maryland ended up uh, giving me more money. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, and my father was like very much like, oh yeah, so this is where you going? Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but it was one of those things, whatever. But I kind of feel like I should have went to Howard because even on top of that, outside of going to University of Maryland, I'm like, you know, I was always on Howard's campus. I was always really? doing stuff on Howard's campus. I was always like, you know, it was, it was, yeah, it was really, really interesting. Um, I got cast in my first film. It was a student film, um, and to this day, um, literally, uh, I, oh, I have two best friends, um, and one of them is here, and he cast me in his first student film, and he graduated from Howard's, you know, film school, like, and it's, so it's like literally, and he cast me in his first student film, and I'm on University of Maryland's campus or whatever, and we're working together now, um, uh-huh. years down the line, you know, in in LA or whatever. But it's just one of those things where I'm just like, man, like, you know, I was always on Howard's campus or whatever. And I say that to say that, like, a lot of Black students, um, because we were so close, um, I think there was, like, a, a connection there, um, whether people knew it or not or whatever. Like, I would always just go to the campus and do things and be involved in Howard's campus. Yeah. What did you study? What was your major? Communications. Okay, and any what made you decide on communications? Did you was it like you wanted to have a backup plan just in case the performing career didn't work? So I went in as a vocal major, and um, at some point I was just kind of like, uh, I don't know what I want to. Mm, okay, let me try to figure this out, and then I was just kind of like, okay, well, um, I still want to use my voice, uh, but I don't want to be that. Um, concentrated on certain things um and like i said i so 
like Howard or something like that or whatever, was because I felt the disconnection um, as an artist um, a lot of times, um, performance-wise, um, at the program, at the, you know, from the, the teachers I was learning from and things like that. Um, and it wasn't until I started doing things independently that I was just my own groove and who I was as a person. Uh, um, but I think that's pretty, for me, pretty yeah. So it sounds like if you had to do it over again, you would have went to Howard. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? Let me not, let, let me, first of all, let me not like give it that much weight I do feel I do feel like you know there's something like I'm like oh yeah great I, I feel like you know I even went on to Howard's campus and blah 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 um, but I say I'm very grateful as to this space because if I have not gone to the University of Maryland I would have not met certain people I would have not been afforded the opportunities um, in the space that I have been in um, where I am and okay. I love my connections I love you know whatever so it's not like I'm like living in regret and like oh my god no 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 Nah, not at all. Not at all. Not okay. at all. So, I, I get what you're saying. It's just yeah. you had you had good experiences with both. I will just leave it at yeah. that. Yeah. Let's talk about you actually moving to California. Um, what prompted that move? Well, so I was in uh, New York for 15 years. Damn. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I was in New York for 15 years um harlem i actually still have my place there um and it was one of those things where um i always say i was born and raised in maryland um, but i grew up in new york um and i'm talking about literally i spent pretty much all of my adult life until i moved here in new york i moved to new york at 23 and young and very like you know just open-hearted and very open-minded and very much like i'm just gonna go for mine and i moved to new york with like sheesh i think i had 300 some dollars in my pocket um sleeping on fringe couches and just trying to figure it out or whatever but i knew i wanted to be there um and i went there excuse me 15 years later I survived. I made it. I was like, uh, uh, uh. Why New York? Right? And so, but then I, well, I always wanted to be there. You know, um, coming from a performing arts background, um, we would even go up to New York to see Broadway plays and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm going to be a okay. Broadway artist. I'm going to blah, blah, I'm going to perform. I'm going to do, you know, certain things. And um, I remember having that feeling. And I remember just how New York made me feel. Like, there is literally like no place in the world like New York. I, I it it literally made me who I am. I, I I am so adamant about that. Like I have literally like, and like I said earlier, born and raised in Maryland, but grew up in New York. I grew up there. Like that's who made me. That that's the city that made me who I am. And you're talking about 15 years of development of who I am from 23 until now. Um, I'm, I've been in LA for three years now. Well, it'll be three years in January. Um, but up until then, it was just like, that's all I've known. That's like who I became comfortable, who I am in my own skin. I've learned to, you know, just 
know what I like, what I don't like. I learned to have my own voice, speak up on certain things, and just get into the groove of who I am. And so that's one side of it. Then the transition happened to from New York to LA was very much like, mm, yeah, uh, I'm over it. <laughs> not in a bad way. <laughs> I know you're laughing at me, but I'm like, not in a bad way, but it's just very much like, mm, yeah, that's my love. That's my heart. That's my city. But I was doing a lot of work over in LA uh, from the acting side. And like, I was doing a lot of plays and I'm coming back and forth and some TV work and stuff like that. And every time I would come over here, I was like, I don't want to go back. I was like, I just feel wow. good over here. I just feel peaceful over here. I feel like I can go to the beach. I can go to the mountains. I can go to the valley. I can have blah, blah, blah. I was like, I and I like, cause I was fighting it for a long time, but I had to realize general, we have to allow our spirits just to feel comfortable, right? And just be in a space of wherever our spirit is, right? And sometimes we fight it because our minds are like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you know, but you're supposed to be here because blah, blah, blah. And you're, you're working on it or whatever, blah, 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 right? And so sometimes I'm kind of like, you know what, just roll with it. And so I allowed myself just to roll with it. I was coming over here back and forth for like some plays. And like I said, and TV work and stuff. And I just didn't want to leave. And I just <laughs> felt good over here. I felt, I really did. I felt good over here. And I was like, I think it's time. I think it's time. And um, the last project I was working on, I was working in New York and I was like, um, I needed to come over here to work on it. And I, decided to just make it permanent man i just like made a plan and was like okay i'm gonna stay over here and Damn. it'll be three years in january and i just say go back so and wow. i feel good that's crazy i don't man. feel like i made you know i feel like i made a mistake or nothing i'm good that's crazy man it's yep. i guess it's a southern california thing because northern california is eh. <laughs> listen james i'm gonna tell you right now listen you come to southern california like like around where i am you would literally feel like you're probably close to closer to home, you know, where we grew up and stuff like that, whatever. Like, oh, really? I mean, it's, there's still gonna be a difference, but I'm saying, like, you would literally feel like, yo, these some these some cool people. Oh, you know what okay, I mean? okay. Like, I feel like LA gets a bad rap as far as the industry is concerned. So when people think of LA, they and they think of Hollywood, and they think of like, oh bougie fake phony people blah 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 right but yeah. that's just the industry that's what you work in and stuff like that or whatever but most californians especially even in the the black california they don't give a shit about none of this they, they're very much like <laughs> we, we just, i'm serious they, they're very much like everyday regular folk and chill got southern elements to them they're blah, blah blah whatever it's like they're chilling they don't care about none of that whatever it's just like it gets a bad rap based off of the industry that I work in. You know what I'm saying? I work in industry. Okay. I work in Hollywood. I work in blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you experience that anywhere you go. You go to Atlanta. You go to New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, just, you experience the whole Hollywood element of people trying to be something and trying to create this whole thing or whatever. But I'm telling you, if you just come completely around the way you do people for the natives of who they are, some of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life. Damn, you you making me want to visit. Now I'm going to make sure I... <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. It's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not what people try to create this whole thing or whatever. It's like, you just got to 
yeah, let all that other stuff go, whatever. It's just like, just come around the way and come chill with the, you know, around the way folks. Was there, was there a specific role that let you know, like, okay, I belong here? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I did a film um, called Scrolls. And it was an independent film. And um, I actually ended up being casting for, cast for the lead. And um, wow. this is years ago. And uh, yeah, it was interesting. <clears throat> my, my first major film, well, not major film. My first, my first film, just in general, um, I got cast for the lead as one of the leads. And um, I was like, oh, okay. What this movie was it? Say it again, I'm sorry. It was called Scrolls. It's okay, an it's a, it was an independent film, right? It was like okay. some, it was someone. So I don't know if you ever seen Lovecraft Country on HBO. Okay, stop. Because I have, right? I have. Me and my wife, we love it. But we, yeah. we only got like two episodes in. So. <laughs> yeah, and I ain't going to say nothing about it. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So, so listen, that's, that's my jam, right? Okay. So, like. That show is amazing, right? Um, it is. But when I think about it, I'm like, kind of like Scrolls, like it's called Scrolls, the Book of Life. Um, it was a very independent bootleg <laughs> <laughs> version of what that of Lovecraft could have been. You know what I mean? Or, or love what Lovecraft is, or whatever, right? Okay. Um, and so, yeah. And but that was the first time that I was just kind of like, you know, when I finished it and I rap, and you know, people were like, "Oh my god!" Like, it's like you killed it, and stuff like that. And I was like, "Oh, did I? Did I? Did I? Whatever." This is when I still wasn't even, you know, I was like, "I want to act, blah blah." And I'm doing it, um, and I've done like you know extra work, and I've done independent stuff before then. But this is the first time he like leading something. But that was the first time I felt like, oh, I can do this. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I was just like, I felt like I was like, oh yeah, after this, I was like, I'm gonna be a star. I'm gonna get my Hollywood <laughs> walk on the fame. Ain't nobody gonna tell me nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was the first time that I felt like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, watch out for your boy. Watch out now. <laughs> I want to talk about the um you 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 were talking about on your Instagram you was talking about uh your Netflix movie and I want to congratulate you on that. Can you talk more about it? Yeah, so um I did a movie called Mink um and uh so my agent um hit me up and was like, "Oh, um you know, send me uh audition for a movie called Mink, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, didn't think, I really didn't think too much about it, I was like, okay, okay, great, I'll, you know, whatever, audition for it, and then it was like, oh, you got a call back, and I was like, oh, cool, great, I got a call back, right, and I was like, and mind you, I just signed with this agency, and this is my second audition for, like, a TV, um, a film audition that I did with them, okay. literally my second, my second one, and I was like, all right, cool. I was like, oh, great. I got my first call back. Um, ended up going in. And 
met with the casting director and did my audition, went home, didn't think too much about it. One thing about the industry, if you do enough auditions and you keep on moving and stuff like that, whatever, you just kind of like, you, I'll say you try to convince yourself to not think about it. Not that you don't <laughs> think about it. You just try to convince yourself to think about it. You'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Right? I'm just going to keep it moving. Um, and so I was very much like, all right, whatever. Like, I did it. Well, she looked like she was interested, but you never know. I've had yeah. people who literally are like, oh, my God, that was so good. Da, 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 right? Never got a call back. Never, never anything. Didn't book the role. It ain't a hype you up. They told you it was the best thing ever. I've had auditions. <laughs> I was real. I had auditions where it was just like, you thought you freaking sucked, right? And then you end up getting the role. And so it was one of those things I was just like, oh, okay. She smiled, I guess. Okay, whatever. I didn't think too much about it. Moved on. And then it was like, my agent him was like, congratulations, you booked the role. I was like, oh, wow, that's that's pretty dope. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So I ended up going in, and it was like a whole little back and forth and stuff like that. And then it was like, oh, um, so I was looking at the lines and stuff like that, whatever. So, um, and every actor who listens to this would laugh at this or whatever. It was just like, um, I went from, oh, you're this to this. And I actually ended up getting a name. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm doing something. Oh, hell, uh, boom, 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 right? <laughs> it, was, it was like, so <laughs> it was one of those things where I was like, okay, okay, I got bumped up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, all right, cool. And so that's what happened with that. Um, and uh, basically, long story short is um, it's called Mink. And it's um, about, there was a movie um, that took place years ago, black and white film or whatever, um, called Citizen Kane. And it's about, it won Oscars and stuff like that, whatever. But it's literally about the making of that movie and the controversy that happened between the actual writer and the director. They had beef. Things were going on. Um, there was alcoholism, a whole bunch of other stuff going on and stuff like that, or whatever. But it's about their story and stuff like that. But it's literally about the making of the actual film Citizen Kane inside of a movie. Um, and I always joke because my friends are literally like, "Oh my God, we can't wait to see this. We hope you're in it." But you know, blah, blah, blah. not hope you're in it. I say I'm hope I'm in it. They're like, "Oh my God, this is gonna be great. We can't wait to see you." I was like, "I'm hope. I hope I'm in it." And like, what do you mean you shot it? And I'm like, well, no, let me be clear about this. As actors, right? If you're not one of the main actors, I had a small role in it. And I, um, and I, first of all, it's getting Oscar buzz already. I think it's going to be like completely an Oscar film, one of those big major Oscar films. Wow. Um, but I had a, you know, small role in it. And I'm like, I hope they don't cut me or whatever. And I say that or whatever. It's not me being negative or anything like that. It's just literally just saying, I know how the industry works. Right. Um, where it's just kind of like, because my role was small, I could be chopped out in any moment. Um, it just me just, you know, being honest with it or whatever. But I pray that they don't actually chop it out or whatever. Because I thought I, thought I had a really, really great moment. And on top of that, um, I got to work with David Fincher, who's literally like, the most amazing like director like that you know study his work most actors know him there are literally like actors who are um major 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 actors who literally 
um, want to work with him, who literally have done interviews and was like, they were like, who is your dream director to work with? And they say David Fincher. I came off the gate. My first major film, which is on Netflix, that I've shot, and I got the chance to be directed by him and worked with him. Wow. And these are people who are like been in the industry for a long time, and they literally say they want to their dream is to work with him. Wow. And so I'm I'm grateful for that. I'm blessed for that. Um, so like I say, I always joke it. I'll be like, oh, well, I hope I don't get cut or whatever. But like, you know, we will see. We will see. I, I you know, so. <laughs> it, so is it, is it safe to assume if, if you do, God willing, you, you make the cut and you're in the film, this would be your, your most notable role to date? Um, I think it would be my most exposed role yeah yeah okay. yeah you know um uh yeah yeah i would okay. i would say that because i think m most people would they would see that moment now here's the here's the crazy part about it i do know that um on camera wise like that i am the only um african-american on that camera wow as far as what I know, as far as what I've seen, as far as when you even look on IMDb and stuff like that, or whatever, which is like you know, go look on it and literally go who was credited for us, whatever. I am literally the only black person that is on that roster. Oh, so you I, are on the roster? Oh, I'm on there. Yeah, but okay. I'm just saying, you know, you just don't, you never know. But what I'm saying is, just like I'm the only. African-American black person that has like that literally like it's on the, in the whole movie as far as what I'm seeing. So wow. that's well, why I said, I, I don't know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, man? I'm have faith. I'm, you know, it might keep you just for that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> let's, let's, be, let's be honest about that one. You know what I'm saying? When would you know for sure when it comes out? When it come out, listen. <laughs> so you, so literally, you gonna have to watch it on Netflix just like the rest of us, and that's when you'll find. Oh out. yeah, 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 straight up. Uh, I'm like, wow. oh shit, there I am. Oh, oh shit, there I ain't. I ain't. <laughs> that how how is it? How's that going? Have you thought about what it's going to be like to watch that? Wondering like, because that would be pretty nerve wracking for me. Oh no, it's it's never like listen. So I post this stuff, and I'm like, oh, this has been great. I actually have pictures. I have some dope pictures that I did not post, and it's been like a year and some change that I I haven't posted. That I pretty much I'm not gonna post. I can't post until the movie actually airs or whatever. Right. Um, depending on whatever. Um, and I'm like, oh, these are great pictures. Um, for me shooting it and stuff like that or whatever. So you just never know. I mean, but it's one of those things where like, yeah, it can get a little tricky. Where it's like, you know, I posted it and then I have friends that are like, oh my God, we should do a watch party. This will be great, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, watch party. Yeah. <laughs> watch party. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to be in it. <laughs> so, so basically, what you're telling me is, mate, when I watch the movie, tell my wife, it's a possibility I know somebody in this movie. <laughs> Listen, man, it's a possibility. Look, but no, I, listen, listen, listen. Let me let let me say all this. I, I'll say all this to say that I am, I am very um, grateful. I'm very 
um, comfortable and I'm very confident in who I am as, as an artist and as an actor. Um, I just say all that to say it's in a laughing matter that to say that like, you know, that's just the industry and that's what we deal with. There are people who literally are like major, like you see them everywhere. Jennifer Lewis, um, who's plays the mom in Blackish and, you know, has done everything. Is everybody mom, the mother of Black Hollywood. Right. She did an interview and she was saying how she did a movie with Tom Cruise. And she was just like, oh, she was so excited about the movie. And she was just like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, great. She's like, and, you know, and now the world is going to, you know, kind of know my name in the sense of like, because Tom Cruise is international and blah, blah, blah. For me to have all these great scenes with him and stuff like that. And the movie comes out, they cut all her scenes. Damn. And this is already an established major actor in the Black world. And we're already very much, everybody knows who she is and everybody's like, blah, blah, blah. They right, cut all right. her scenes in the movie that she did with Tom Cruise. Wow. And she was like, that was one of the most biggest disappointments and hurt feelings that she ever had. And so for me, it kind of made me go like, damn, it's not about like losing hope or faith because I definitely have hope and faith. It just kind of made me go like, damn, because Jennifer Lewis, if she can say that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And right. I'm like, her career has literally far surpassed mine to even get to her level. And I'm like, if she can actually say that, and she's like, I thought I was going to go to the next one. When they cut my stuff, I'm like, it's okay. Not yeah. that I don't have faith and I don't have anything. You know, I do have faith. But it happens. Right. And that's what I. That's why I put it out there that way. You're just you being know? realistic so, about the situation. Yeah. But yeah. I, will, I will say this, though. I mean, no matter what happens, hopefully and prayerfully, it does make it. But no matter what, you still got that experience. You got to be around that director. Somebody you said that's a you know a powerful figure in Hollywood. So if nothing else, nobody can take that experience away from you. So that's big in itself. Oh, no, not at all, man. But um outside of that, I will say you should check out um another thing that I'm proud of. Um it has been like a, a labor of love for me. Um a series that I did called Pilots Rise. I saw you talk. What are you talking about that on Instagram? Mm-hmm. What what is it? What, so, talk. so Paz Ross has won a lot of awards. Um, we have been really honored to be in a space of um to actually present this to the world. Um, so Carlton Jordan, um, like I said, one of my best friends, um, and. Uh, who went to Howard, graduated from Howard Film School. Who, this is the same guy you did your first film with? Yeah. He okay. came to me with an idea and he said, um, um, I'm, I want to create a show and I'm, I, I want you to be the email actor. And I said, okay, cool. Um, and uh, he said, it's going to be, you know, focus on a woman, um, a lead female actor called um, Rosalind. And um, he said, I want, so the story is called Paz Ross or whatever, because it's literally telling a story about a black woman who finds out she's HIV positive. Mm. And initially when he told me, kind of like, 
oh well damn that's kind of dark like this is like I was like that's like whatever um and we flipped everything on their head it's literally a dramedy like I mean there's so many comedic moments in the show and it's literally telling a story about a black woman who finds out she, a young millennial woman who finds out she's HIV positive and it's about her living where her life after the diagnosis and finding out that you know that's the least of her worries and just navigating through her life and just kind of like, you know, dealing with relationships and trying to figure out where she fits in and blah, blah, blah. And man, I'm telling you, it's such an amazing show. Um, we are like, we have won a lot of awards for it. Um, we have, um, yeah, we're in negotiations with some networks with it. I mean, it's just, I'm really, really proud of the show. I think it's going to be continue to be like an amazing show um wherever it lands and that's where we are right now whatever but i think you guys should check it out i think you should check it out on pause um pause rise on youtube um right now okay. it's on youtube um you can check it out and stream it yeah p-o-z-r-o-z and uh yeah man how many really episodes check it out. how many episodes is uh, we 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 have uh 12 yeah, and it's on YouTube. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna definitely check it out, man. I'm gonna check. How long is each nah, episode? Man, it, it, it it's it literally just like the max is like fifteen up fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but you're like you will literally be drawing in. I'm telling James, like you will literally be drawing in. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check. I'm yeah. gonna make sure I check it out. I'm gonna definitely make sure I check it out and also share it and everything. Yeah, I'm, so I'm I'm the limo actor in it. I'm the I'm an executive producer, and I'm also the music supervisor on it too. So yeah. Damn. Now look before before I let you go, I got a I got a big question for you because I know how much you love music, and I know you and and I know your acting career is gonna take off. I, I know it. Like I just I just know from everything you're doing and the work you're putting in, it's gonna take off. Uh-huh. But I'm actually this question. Would you rather win a Grammy or an Oscar? <laughs> uh, hands down an Oscar at this point in my life. You say hands down an Oscar? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hands down an Oscar at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, man. I'm I'm so I'm, I'm look. I'm so glad that we had this conversation, man. I really appreciate you doing this, man. This it's been a pleasure catching up with you after all these years. Oh, James. Side note. Yes, um, sir. Nah, 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 nah. Forget that. Both. No, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick Let's both. Let's go with both. <laughs> and it, yeah, energetically, we go with both. All right, we're we, we gonna let just because it's you, I'm gonna let it slide, man. I'm gonna let it slide. Uh, no, you you're gonna let it slide because when I wear both, then you gonna be like, oh, he told me. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> but listen, you know what? Since you claiming, it, I'm gonna claim it with you. You gonna win both. Because you're already doing you musical go. scores and acting. So you're right. You're going to win both. There you go. <laughs> now, make sure you tell the people how they can follow you. Uh, 
Malachi Rivers at everything. Um, so that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's Facebook, and that's M-A-L-A-C-H-I-R-I-V-E-R-S. Malachi Rivers. M-A-L-A-C-H-I-R-I-V-E-R-S. All right. Again, man, I really thank you for doing this. And congratulations on everything, man. I'm, I'm truly happy to see everything you're accomplishing, man. I'm proud of you and everything yes, you're doing, sir. man. And I want you to keep up the excellent work. Thank you, man. Okay, listen, I can't believe we even have this conversation, which is so dope. Like, I'm just like, look at God, man. This is dope. This is fire. Definitely, man. Again, man, thank you. And hopefully this is not the last time we had one. Yes, sir. N not at all. I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. Um, I pray that everyone stays happy and healthy, and I'm just going to continue to deliver great content. You all have a great day.